Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is it. This is Tough Like Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along. It's a Friday episode. Um, you've just said there before we started that you've got some notes you're referring to in this one. I got that some good. I, I got. I, I received some good news this week from a friend. Right. Uh, from your friend, a good friend, a good friend of mine is training to be a, a therapist, and he told me two wonderful things. The first right. is. He told me that in around 1982, but he couldn't be certain, that um, at the Brit Awards, this is before they were televised widely and and they turned into an event where people played. It was more like just a stale kind of black tie event at Grosvenor House. They were presented by Noel Edmonds and one of the award winners was, and at the time, not yet massive because it was pre-Purple Rain Prince. And Prince, I remember this. Prince walked on stage yeah, and was, was handed an award by Noel Edmonds. Yeah, that's the, it was on that, the telly. That's the beginning was, and the end of the story. It's a meeting but, between Noel Edmonds and Prince, yeah, arguably it, the two most fascinating humans of all time. It, it'll have been about 85, because it was, it was after Purple Rain had come out. Oh, it was after that. It was, okay. It was... Yeah, it was uh, because Prince was accompanied by an absolutely fucking huge minder. Yes, that's what he told me. And he came up on the stage wearing high heels. Yeah. <laughs> and Noel was like, oh, sooner we get them off, the better. I think I think this is the days when the Brits was, wasn't the Brits. It was still the Daily Mirror Rock and Pop Awards. Okay. But it was definitely on the telly and I definitely yeah. saw it. It's probably on YouTube. Well, as soon as it's he told pro- me this, I did say, well... I shall have to be informing my co-podder, Andy Dawson, of this immediately. I don't doubt he may already be aware, but it's something that requires urgent discussion. Uh, So, yeah, yeah, if it's on YouTube, I feel we should examine it. He also told me this, mate. This was the really good news, because that was just more a thing. Good news is... What's that got to do with trying to be a therapist? Well, this bit does have to... You know what he said that I was? I told him... I was telling him a bit... Like it was, it was a social event. I wasn't getting therapy off of him, but obviously I tried to slip a few things in there that I thought he might give me some free therapizing because he's like, you know, very advanced into his studies. You know, he's been doing it a few years. And I said, you know, uh, yeah, my, you know, my dad left when I was pretty young. My brothers are a lot older than me. I was the youngest in there. Blah blah blah. He said, oh well, you are, you know what you are, don't you? And I went. Well, you are the e- you are the Oedipal Victor, right? I am the Oedipal Victor within okay. my family. That right. means that there was no contests. My dad was out the way, bang gone. Because apparently, usually you're in some sort of struggle against your dad, right? Okay. Because you yeah. love slash fancy your mum? Question mark. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, and my brothers were grown up. So I basically, I don't know exactly what it means, but I lo- just like the term, mate, Oedipal Victor. That's what I am. What do you have to do? Do you have to fill a form in? All right. Victor's the name. Victor's the name. Oedipal Victor to give me my <laughs> full name. But you can call me Vic. That's going to be my new nickname in the family. I'm going to tell them that Christmas. I want everyone to call me Vic for short from now on. Stands for Oedipal Victor, which is what I fucking am, losers. Well, you could start these, these episodes with it. I'm Sam Oedipal Victor Delaney. No, I am Oedipal so Nifty Victor. Oh, you're, you're dropping Sam Delaney? Yeah, Sam Delaney's yesterday's news. I'm He's Oedipal dead. Victor. Yeah. So I was really pleased about so, that. did he elaborate on that at, or, at all? No, that's or? all he told me. I said, uh, cause, cause I said, leave that with me. I don't want to know any more in case it gets into the realms of me wanting to have it off yeah. my mum. I don't want to hear about I all think that. That's, yeah, I think from the little knowledge that I've got on that kind of thing, yeah, yeah. I think that's what he's saying to you. No, but it's all right because it's like everyone wants to have it off. Not with Sorry, my mum. because you're the winner. I'm not saying everyone wants to have it off with my mum. I'm saying everyone wants to have it off with their own mum. Right. Right. That's take that as red. According to these mm. shrinks, do you know what I mean? Well, you know, yeah. I'm exactly. not saying they're right. I'm just saying that's what they go around saying, don't they? It's it's a bit like uh, all this stuff that Brian Cox does. You know, yeah. I, I just think, I just think, go on, then prove it, man. Yeah, what it is is very simple. I'll break it down for you. You, you fancy your mum, and you wouldn't mind having it off with her, and that is why you can't stop. Being a con. Uh, there you go. That's all there is to uh, it. Um, quid. No, no further questions. No, no. They, you know there are obviously many much. different schools of therapy, and not all of them are rooted in Freudian theory, which is uh, that uh, you know contains a lot of that Oedipal stuff. I've never, in my years of extensive therapy, no one's ever asked me about fancying my mum. Um, mm. But I am obviously aware of what the Oedipus complex is. Um, and usually I would not be interested in it because no one wants to hear that sort of stuff about their relationship no. with their mum. But Oedipal Victor, dead, that's what made my... Usually I'd be like, Oedipal, no, not interested. Let me stop you there. Shut your mouth. But when he said Victor, I went, oh, Victor, that sounds good. <laughs> no, I'm listening now. Take my mother's word, name out of your fucking mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Victor, now you've got me interested because uh, yeah. ordinarily I'm not interested in anything Oedipal. But if I'm the winner... I'm interested because it's not, you know, I'd rather be something else. Like, I'd rather be the victor in a bare knuckle fight or a football match, but I'll or take even, my victories where I can. Or even a fight with a bear. I, if I, I am the, the victor, victor, if I am the winner of fancying my mum, then yeah. I'll take it. Because at least well, it means I've beaten my brothers and my dad. I was going to say, it's just, it's, it really is down to be between you and your brothers, isn't it? It's not a, a wide ranging contest. No, nah, yeah, it's but, true. Yeah. But then again, with you being the youngest, mm. you, there'd be very little that you would have won at because they'd have always yeah, exactly. That's had it. The, um, yeah, the maturity thing. That's right. On. They're bigger than me. See, so you win. You win by default because you're the youngest. I think so. Yeah, because I've got the, I get the full attention, and also the other thing was I think it, it's to do with my dad being out of the way. So my brothers grew up with my dad present. Yeah. Right. And yeah. then you go through a thing of, apparently you go through the thing of like hating your dad, seeing him as a rival, but simultaneously yeah. as a hero. And it's very conflicting. Right. But he he wasn't quite, you know, he's a good dad and all that, but he wasn't quite that role in my life because he wasn't a presence, a daily presence. He wasn't there. Mm. So I had my mum to myself. There was no dad standing in the way. No, I shall have my lamb chops first and the boy shall wait. Mm. I'll get my mm. lamb chops straight away, mate. 
There you chop, go, chop. my lovely boy. I got you, your chop chops. And there you go. And she pinched my little cheek. There's yeah. your chop chops. There you go. Little man of the house. In You're the little man of the house. Go on, the put little on that princely. little suit and tie I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder then if our sons feel like that. Like that the Oedipal Victors. Are, yeah, they no, they us, hate us. They yeah. see us as hate figures, but also no, heroes. No, you're lucky because you, you don't live with his mum. Yeah. It's all right. It means he hates you less. My son will hate me because oh, he hates I'm me less. In, he hates you less, you see. Right. That's it. No, that's what he's saying. It's like, my dad's out of the picture, so I had less reason to want to kill him. Right, that's it. Okay. I, look, if there's any fucking Freudian shrinks listening, I'm, I apologise. Get in touch and set us straight. No, don't right? get in touch. Fuck's sake. Don't get no. in touch. I just, I'm sorry if we're getting this wrong. We're almost definitely get it wrong. But I'm sure I've heard somewhere along the line that you want to kill your dad because your dad's having it off with your mum. Well, yeah. by the time I rocked up, my dad was not having it off with my mum. So that that so I had no murderous intentions towards him at all. Right, okay. Whereas my brothers probably did, you see. And my son may want to kill me for that reason. Mm. I don't know. I'll ask him after this. Hey, after. <laughs> hey, no, not being funny. Got a but you ever uh, No, go on, have a peanut. Have a peanut. Now. Have you, once you've finished it, munching on that peanut, I've got something to ask you. Make it's sure not a you chew it plenty of times, don't you choke on it. Now, you know, sometimes me and your mum like to be uh, intimate and have a cuddle. Now, that's just normal and natural. Now, what it shouldn't it's do is you make, you, shouldn't make you want to kill me. Yeah. Um, now, I can see that this is making you feel uncomfortable, so I'll just ask you straight out. Do you want to kill that, me, yes or no? No, no, we could, we could, we could pause Brazil, Serbia. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> just just give us a quick yes or no because the thing is son I know it's not nice but I need to know if my life is at risk because yeah, I'm a deep sleeper especially now I've got the sleep apnea mask you could come up and cut me tube in the middle of the night and I'd be a goner <laughs> you'd be done dead just cut me fucking tube I'll in the night but, but you need to remember that I've always got the Terminator under the bed so if you've got if you've got any ideas I want you to know, son, I would not spare you. If if it was me or you, then believe me, I'm backing myself. (laughs) Yeah, I'll just have a little word with him about that. I don't want to be killed by my son because he's got an Oedipal issue. You want to make sure where you both stand, I think. Yeah, good idea. I mean, I've got, we've got a dartboard here. I might find myself ready to chuck some darts into the board and all of a sudden one of them fucking flies into me neck. Yeah. Or he's, done all, do you? or he's loaded it with explosives and it blows up. Yeah, or just poisoned the tip. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. No, no, that's what I'm saying. I reckon you're safe. You're in the clear. Think? Uh, yeah. Here's well, some other said, things on my content list. Oh, you've got more than that. I thought there was just that. I went to a, a fancy swanky book launch in the week uh, by the MP from Wigan, Lisa Nandy. Are you familiar with her Uber? I, yeah. I like Lisa Nandy yeah, a lot. Yeah, fan of hers. Yeah, I thought I she. I yeah. think she's really she's good great. as well. And she's got a book out called All In, which is about how to rebuild Britain or something. I don't know. I ain't read it ever. Fucking hell. But, That's um, bold. Yeah, it was a big big undertaking. But I went to her. But no, she's a very nice lady. But the important mm. thing is I encountered a cunter in the wild. Okay. A um, book launch. Yeah. Not yeah. the, he must have thought, what, that can't be Sandalini because he's a right fit cunt. What's he doing at this? Yeah, well, what's he doing good, at this MP's Good question. I've got lost. Mm. 
wandered in. <laughs> but he didn't approach me in the wild, which I regretted. He, it's good, mate. I'm looking for the true crime sector. You know, the ones with Frankie Fraser's and all that. Got any of them books? All the ones about the football hooligans and that. No, sir, this is your in the politics section. Ah, well, spells, what's going on here? I just wanted to buy that book by the boss's name out of Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Bastards. Um, and uh, anyway, the guy, his, his name's... Oh, it's all right to name him. He's a... Yeah, well, I don't know. Anyway, his name's David. I won't do his full name, but right. he, I was a bit gutted because he only messaged me afterwards. He messaged me on Twitter and he went... Are my eyes deceiving me, or was that you at that party earlier? I went, fucking was, mate. Oh, he didn't speak to you. And he said, I'm a big top flight listener. Mm. Works for one of the unions, see. And right. he was very grateful for the way in which we've spoken up for organised labour on this podcast, which we have done many, many times. And I can we feel are. we might not have time today, but I can fucking feel that we're going to have to tell you fuckers again about this, right? <laughs> Because there's a yeah. lot of fucking, like, our old friend Mick Lynch is out again doing the round, being a fucking legend. <laughs> and there's a lot of fucking thick idiots saying thick idiotic things like, ah, ah, he's on loads of money. Ah, why are they so lazy and works right, you fucking idiots? We told you this a million what? times. They're having strikes at Christmas now. You can't have strikes at Christmas. <laughs> it's so, that's inconvenient to me. That's the point, cunt face. That's the fuck. It's supposed to inconvenience everyone. It's the this same with been... the fuckers gluing themselves to the road. It's supposed to inconvenience you to raise fucking awareness this so people are aware of the fucking problem. Now. It's gone off for months. It still hasn't been sorted out. And they are being fucked about left, right and centre. And if you get fucked around by your boss, which you fucking definitely do, whoever you are, do not fucking moan to me if you've got a problem with organised labour trying to improve the lot of the ordinary working man. If you are living in a period of economic inflation and your wages do not rise accordingly, you are getting a pay cut. Yeah, you're getting you a should fucking, not have to stand you're, for you're that. You're getting a pay cut. Now, and now look at your employer's profits. I fucking bet you they're going up every year. So the reason you're getting a pay cut is to, in order to fucking maintain the disgustingly decadent and indulgent profit margins that are going into the pockets of faceless fucking shareholders. And you are the mug who is not only fucking working for them, you're also criticising the only people in society who've got the fucking get-up-and-go-and courage to go and try and improve your situation for you. But you're fucking criticising them when you should be having a pop at your own fucking bosses who are making cunts out of you. And while they do so, you're clapping along and you're buying the fucking sun and the mail and you're going, yeah, these bloody union bosses, they're all bloody lazy and they're inconveniencing us. You're an idiot. You're an app. You're like so stupid. It, I, I could almost cry for you. Well said. I've so, got nothing to add to that. Uh, David, David, bleep out his surname because I don't want to. He might might get him sacked. But anyway, I did. He did say that he was grateful for everything. <laughs> he might get sacked for talking to you. He, he might just get sacked for listening to this podcast. 
I mean, yeah. if I was the, if I was the head of a serious organisation and I found out that my staff were listening to this crap in their spare time, I'd be asking mm. serious questions about their competence. Definitely. Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes... Lots of other marvellous benefits and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash iron filings. Jalapeño. Jalapeño. But um, he does like the way that we've spoken up for organised labour. So I told him we are willing to do podcasts on behalf of organised labour for for a substantial fee. Uh, yes. Because although we are right behind the unions, we're right behind ourselves even more. We're, very, we're self-employed as well. We're not allowed to have a union. Exactly. So well, that's that. I think, I think that's how it works. Not self-employed people but being unions. There, is a, there's a, there are unions and there are federations and whatnot. But, yeah, depending you know. on what your profession is, yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, we could be in... The, I was in the NUJ for years. I've let my subs slip, but uh might rejoin as it goes. Why not? Mm. Uh, and then, but what we should be doing is really thinking about starting a national union of podcasters and then podcasters, coming out yeah. on strike. Well, yeah, uh, we there's could. a lot of strike talk going on this week, and I've been talking to someone about a possible pod- podcaster strike earlier in the Re- week. Really? Yeah. Well, that just I just suggested it and didn't go any further. But, I don't know why we'd go on strike though. Get there's, there's no better reason. Con- there, better there? conditions. Better, better pay. What, like, better better microphones. Better rights. What yeah. rights? Does the average podcaster actually have Andy? What rights do we need? We've got all the rights. We've we've got it so fucking easy. We're our own bosses. Yeah. We own the means of production. Yeah, it's Karl right. Marx's dream. Mm. You know, we've t- we've seized the means of production from the the bosses. Mm. Unless you count Aircast as the bosses, but they just sell adverts for us. No, we don't even need them. Cut. We could stick them out straight on wherever. We could do that. Yeah, we just choose not to. Yeah. So I, I can't think of any reason why we'd go on strike. No, but just sometimes strikes seem like a laugh. Sorry, Exciting. I'm not belittling no, strikes. Get, you don't get paid. No, they're shit. They're shit for everyone. All right, let's move on. I don't want to time myself. I thought I did quite well a minute ago, but now I'm I'm ruining it all. What, are you going to come when out I, straight against yourself? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, no, met, I met a cunter in the wild last week as well when I was coming out of the snooker. Oh, yeah. York. And well, he was a TFTM listener as well. What did he do? He'd been to see us in Newcastle, so that was nice. Oh, what, did he have anything to say about the pint being thrown at us? No, nah, no, nah, I didn't mention that. Mm. That was the, the highlight was really of the good. night. He said the show was really good, so I assume he was kind of including that within it. Uh, maybe they but, thought uh, that geezer that was, was nice. a plant and it was part of the show and it happened every night and that man with mm. dreads was on the road with us. That would have been something. No, but I mean, I, I always... Don't tell Bob this, but I always like it a bit more when people come up and say hello and they're listeners of this. Yeah, because this is like this is like the underdog podcast. Yeah, isn't it? it feels Compared more feels more niche. Feels, yeah, so yeah. I like I like it more. Yeah, good. Go. I'm glad you feel that way. Um, I've I've got something on a list here as well, which yeah. says that you were going to tell us about someone you knew who had met or knew Arnold Clark. No, a, ma- a bloke I know. Who's also called Andy? He told me that his neighbour was related to Arnold Clark, and they all call him AC, which I thought was right. funny because it's like, all right, cunts, isn't it? 
Oh, and, yeah. Air um, conditioning. But since then, I've seen some activity on the Facebook page of many mm. people saying that Arnold Clark is dead, which I thought he wasn't. So maybe mm. it's an Arnold Clark Jr. And um, yeah. and he widely renowned as being uh, a bit of a bit of an arsehole. What the late Arnold? Clark? The late Arnold Clark. Well, you can't yeah. you can't defend the dead, I guess. So <laughs> no, there it is. I better leave it there. So sorry, there's not more of a story to that. I can tell you that I've recently started attending a local jazz club, and that's <laughs> not even a joke. Okay. There's a there's a pub in Barnes. It's called the Bull's Head, um, mm. and it's for many years stretching back to the sixties has been a noted jazz venue where some top uh artists always you know they've had some greats playing there over the years it's one of the spots that jazz artists they've got a big back room and stretching back to the 60s it's been a famous spot for visiting jazz musicians from all over the world right um and and also musicians of other genres so for instance do you know the who's the lead singer of the animals oh um eric yeah Eric, right? Eric, Eric Burden? No. He lived in Barnes, right? Right. Uh, and he used to do a monthly show, but it was unpromoted at the Bulls' yeah, Head. Burden. Right? Mm. It was unpromoted. It just He was a local, so he'd just turn up, right? Um, and do a show once a month. Anyway, they do, they, they've started to do, I mean, look, I don't talk about it much, right? I'm sorry. He it wasn't the lead singer. It was Alan Price who was the keyboard player. Right. Was the keyboard player on House of the Rising Sun, mind you? Right. Um, Alan Price. Oh my God, he's still doing his thing now. Yeah, no, he still does it. He still does it. I'll go and see him. Uh, they have. They've had. They've started moving a little bit more into jazz funk okay. and a bit of soul. You it's, like that though, it, don't you? I love it. And it's and down there, it's very. It's small. And they 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 a few years ago they refurbed it and so it's a little bit it's got a bit of a um, Bugsy Malone feel to it like checkerboard mm. floor little tables with lamps on that kind of thing but it's just out the back mm. of the local pub and you can go in and there's a sensational band and they were doing me and my mate went on a Friday night he wasn't drinking either we got down there it was like a fiver on the door there's about I mean, it's small. It's smaller than some of the venues we play, right? It's that small. Jesus, so very you're, small. So you're right by the band. The band are right there in the middle of you, right? And they were playing. They were amazing musicians, and they're doing, like, Stevie Wonder covers, Gil Scott Heron, you know, that, that Lonnie Liston Smith, Roy Ayers, yeah. Marvin Gaye, that kind of stuff, cover versions. Yeah. Fucking amazing. Five quid on door, so I've been back a couple of times since with my mate. We walk round the corner, walking distance. I get myself a Lucky St. Beer. We get a nice little table, and we watch this band. In it, Well, they're different bands. There was a great soul singer uh, down there last week who I went to see. She was doing a mix of covers and originals, and it was fucking great. And it was like I was saying during the week, I can't remember if we said this on or off air, but, you know, these big bands that are touring, like, you know, Blur charging 100 quid to go and see them at, quid plus, at Wembley. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And I sort of thought, do you know what? Saw some really great musicians and like a fucking woman with a world-class soul voice, right? With mm. a real renown on that little circuit in my local pub for a fiver. 
Do you know what I mean? Up close and personal. Yeah. By the end, I was up dancing. Wow. I had a, I had a proper dance at the end, mate. No wow, falling. sober as well. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sober public dance. Yeah, yeah. Everyone <clears> got up, they got us up one by one. They were doing that song, is it by War? Yeah, dancing to that at the end. It was fucking great. And you know what? There was young and old there. Like Sounds beautiful. Like, I all was colours, probably in the creeds. middle. All colours and creeds. Which, Religions. I've got to be honest, that's rare in parts. But there was uh, yeah. a lot, lot of different colours and creeds and all different ages. And there was even some right old people. There was an elderly couple... And they were, I'd say they were comfortably into their 70s. They looked pretty square, mm. right? Not <clears throat> not like a hip cat like me. <laughs> I mean, squares. Yeah. They were the first up to start dancing. And most of the musicians that I've seen there, well, the bands have often been a mix of young and old, and some of them are proper old men, but they're really serious, like, passionate musicians, yeah? And mm. I don't know about you... But the older I get, like, I look more at old men. And if I see old men who are sort of living their best life and enjoying themselves, I get a really big kick out of it. And these guys were playing really good music, Andy. Uh, You know, like, good fucking music. Not like fucking going to see silly old Alex James going, woohoo, for 100 quid. I mean, he's a serious musician, right? And... But they were old. Some of them were like old men, but they were brilliant and they were so into it. And do you get that? Where you see old men, well, like if well, old yeah. men are being passionate about yeah, something they enjoy, because it makes you, and old women, of course, but we're men. So we sort of, so you sort of think, so oh. So we look at the men. You look at the men, don't you? And you sort of think, plus old women always, Guidance. most old women have always seemed to have fun. But old men used to always just be grumpy fuckers. But now you see these older men, if I see men older than me, but they're still living their best life, having fun, deriving joy from things like music and that, and having a dance about with their old wife, you sort mm. of think, ah, oh, it's all right, man. Life's good. We're not just destined to, like, mm. sit in our own piss on the old Werther's originals, you know? Yeah, of course. But then, like, that, that war song mm. that you talked about, that was 50 years ago. So these guys yeah. will have been, like, 23 when that yeah, came out. Yeah, exactly. And it so still there is sounds a re- like a really modern... Yeah, it kind does. Of bit of music. It does, yeah. So they've grown up with all that. They're stuck with it. So yeah, these are, are these, they, they, they were like old men and like, you know, The Bottle by Gil Scott Heron. And yeah. they're out of their seat fucking dancing about. Because you think that your granddad, what, what, what's your favourite music, granddad? And he puts on a gramophone. It's like, <laughs> my fucking granddad was Irish. He'd put on some weird old geezer going, and my old Maggie crossed the mountains of Moor. And I'd be like, fucking hell, turn it in, will you, mate? He'd have got a yard with Jones, mate. <laughs> this is a fucking, he's a right racket. Ain't got anything by fucking, ain't got anything by the specials. No, shut up now. You, you cheeky weird bastard, listen to this. And oh, <laughs> on the meadow, we went to town. Ah, this is absolute fucking shit, Granddad. Where is it you grew up again? What was it, South London? No, it was bloody County Down, Egypt. <laughs> oh, wow. I tell you what, they don't know how to knock a record out there. So, like, old men back then, they had shit what? music from their past. But old men now... They were in, growing up in the fucking 70s, listening to the very best of the best. Exactly. So, yeah, I've been so observed. That- what I'm basically saying to you, Andy, and I've been meaning to admit this to you for a while, I don't like to keep secrets, that I have recently 
been observing old men in a local jazz club. That's what I've been spending my spare time doing. And I'm not going to lie, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. There. If you enjoy it, it makes you happy and no one gets hurt. It, it, I'm exactly. quite happy. It's off my chest To now. condone that. Yeah, no problem at all. Um, football's just started, so we should wrap this up, I think. Okay. Um, anything else on your list? We'll save till Monday. Anything else there? I'll just read it out. Seeing players right. who used to play shitly for your club... Playing in the right. World Cup and doing well gets you really yes. angry. Yes, got one of them. Mm. But we'll, we'll save it. Um, hang on a second, where's it gone? Oh man, I just had the, the tab in front of me of the 1985 Brit Awards. Oh yeah, There that, it is. That could be dive worthy. Well, it's not the whole thing. The Brits themselves have put them up in segments. I'll just read out the titles of each of them. Okay. This is the 1985 Brit right. Awards, right? right? Noel Edmonds introduces the awards ceremony. Great. You might, you might, is it a 10 if you want? Yeah, straight away, 10. Frankie goes to Hollywood with Best British Newcomer, presented <laughs> by Steve Wright. <laughs> 10. 11. Wham. Wham. Win Best British Group, presented by Rick Parfitt and Francis Rossi. Oh, Cole. 10. <laughs> the, the, the Police with Outstanding Contribution, presented by Morris Oberstein. Um, I'll give that an 8. Uh, Shardier wins Best British Album, presented Ten. by Pete Townsend. 10. Alison Moyer wins Best British Female, presented by Sting. <laughs> I'll give that a nine. Paul Young wins Best British Male, presented by Toya. <laughs> I bet that was a really amusing exchange because they're both very funny, so I'll give that a ten <laughs> on spec. Duran Duran wins Best Video, presented by Neil Kinnock. <laughs> ten. They're my two favourite people ever. Oh. LeBon and Kinnock. On the yeah. same stage? Fucking yeah. hell. Two more. Frankie Goes to Hollywood win Best British Single, presented by Meatloaf. <laughs> Ten. <laughs> this is the Finally, best event ever. The Young Ones win Best Comedy Record, presented by Billy Connolly. Ten. There you go. Fucking hell, mate. The we 1985 Brit Awards for you there. We have got to deep dive this. That is yeah. brilliant. That is so the, good. And we can watch all of those clips, can we? They're all on. They're all separate clips, yeah, but they're all there. Oh, uh, wonderful stuff! Maybe wonderful. someone's put the whole thing together. I don't know, but I can't mm. find it at the minute. Some predictions quickly before we go. Yeah, still the next five games that can be on after the, tonight. Uh, Wales versus Iran tomorrow. Two nil Wales. Two nil Wales. Two nil Wales. I will go for um, three nil Wales. Uh, Qatar versus Senegal. I will go. Uh, 3-0 Senegal. <clears throat> uh, I'll say 4-0 Senegal. Lovely. Netherlands versus Ecuador. 2-1 uh, Netherlands. 2-1 Netherlands. I will go for... Um, I'll match you that. 2-1, yeah. England versus USA. Uh, I think this will be 2-1 to England. I'll say 2-0 England. And Tunisia versus Australia. Mm. Uh, <laughs> 2-0 Tunisia. 2-0 Tunisia. I'll go 1-0 Australia. There we go. That's it. That's the episode. Enjoy your weekend. Thank you. Goodbye. I am the Edipal Victor. Victor.